Hello and welcome to The Shana Show. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help you live a nourished life on every single level. This podcast dives into the world of holistic health and personal development. Here, I combine practical knowledge and tools with the science of behavior change to help you embody your best self. It's my aim that this podcast inspires you and provides you with the resources to live the life of your dreams. So if you're ready to become your happiest and healthiest self, you are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. The real reasons that you may be struggling to release weight aren't because you're eating too many calories, quote unquote, or exercising, not exercising enough. It's actually got so much to do with your nervous system and emotional health. And I'm going to unpack that in this episode because this is a conversation that not enough people are having and not enough people are aware of this. And I want to help you see that it's actually so much more than just food and exercise. And chances are most people who are on a weight release journey are addressing food and exercise. And yes, there's going to be things like emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, which may be meaning you're eating more than you need. But a lot of the time I see a lot of people who are dieting to release weight, they're actually not eating enough food, not enough food for what your body needs. So we have what's called our basal metabolic rate. And this is the amount of calories, AKA calories are energy. So the amount of energy that you need to just run as a human and not run as in like the physical movement act, like literally just function as a human. We use up a certain amount of calories just to breathe, just for our heart to beat, just to wake up, just to be alive. That is our basal metabolic rate. And there's a certain amount of calories we need every day just to stay alive. And what happens is more often than not, These diets or ready-made meals or challenges are encouraging us to eat crazily small amounts of food. I've seen ones go so low, I don't even want to think about it. But one of the most common things I see or hear is that 1,200 calories. And a lot of the time, that's not even meeting a basal metabolic rate. That's not meeting the basal metabolic rate for a lot of people, for the vast majority of people. So when we're eating so few calories, we're not even meeting our base requirements at rest, let alone what we're using throughout the day, because chances are we're not just lying down the whole day. Chances are we're living a life, we're moving, we're exercising, especially those who are focusing on weight release and have those kinds of goals. You're going to be moving more, more often than not. So just really want to debunk that myth around it's all just around calories. And I could do a whole episode about that, but that's not the purpose of this episode. The purpose of this episode is to talk about the real reasons that you're not losing weight. But I do want to provide this context first. So generally, it's not because you're eating too many calories, right? And when it comes to working out and exercise, it is probably not that you're exercising not enough or that you need to be exercising more. And chances are that if you do have a weight release goal, you're probably on top of your exercise and your movement because it's something you know is associated with weight release. So 
chances are you might actually be working out more than you need. And the reason for this is because when we're working out, it can stress our body out. And the real reasons that you may be struggling to release weight are because your nervous system is dysregulated and because your emotional health needs some attention. So nervous system regulation and emotional health are two of the core foundational things that we need to address if weight release is our goal, regardless of what we're doing with our food. And yes, we want to be focusing on eating real food majority of the time and eating what our body actually needs, not too much, not too little. Um, And yes, we still want to be moving our body, but it's really important to actually look at our nervous system and emotional health. And I'm going to explain all of the different things that that is impacting and why that's so imperative here and why it's one of the main reasons that I see so many people struggle to release weight and struggle to reach those goals of theirs. It's not about the food. It's not about the exercise. And so a little bit more on what I was saying about the working out and you might actually be working out too much. So if your nervous system is dysregulated and this is what's leading to the difficulty in your body releasing the excess weight, what is happening is when you're doing all of this high intensity workout and you're doing all these this exercise and you're trying to move, 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 burn, 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 all those calories through your movement, you're doing these stressful exercises. And now exercise is a form of good stress. We love exercise. It's so good for us. It releases endorphins. It's really good for our cardiovascular health. It's great for muscle growth and muscle growth is linked to longevity. So exercise itself is amazing. Exercise itself isn't a problem, but if you're doing high intensity exercises and you are already chronically stressed and your nervous system is dysregulated, it's actually going to be worse for you. And what you might actually need isn't to work out. It's actually to work in and do more gentle forms of exercise. But because those high intensity forms of exercise are linked to weight loss challenges and weight loss and general weight release, we think that's what we have to do. And that's actually just making the the core issue of our nervous system being dysregulated even worse. Because then even though it's generally considered good stress exercise, if you've got too much stress in your system already and your nervous system is struggling, it's going to actually make that worse. So actually easing off on the exercise might be what you need. And that actually might be one of the reasons that you're struggling to release the excess weight because the form of movement you're doing is actually creating additional stress on top of an already highly stressed nervous system. And same with food. When we are not eating enough food, which like I mentioned is one of the most common things I see, especially if we're following various diets or challenges, they're often too low in calories for, especially for our individual requirements. We are all individual humans and these generalized things, they can be very hit or miss because depending if they have that education element where it teaches you what to actually do to make sure you're meeting your needs, which most of them don't, then you might actually not be eating enough. And that is further stressing out your body. That is making your body feel unsafe to release that excess weight because it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be getting enough food. So I've got to hold on to what I've got so that I've got excess stores of energy in the fat tissue to burn when the food runs out right? So your body might actually be feeling so stressed and so unsafe and the high cortisol in your system is actually making it harder for your body to feel safe to release the excess weight and it's going to hold on to it. So it's all coming back to our nervous system and our nervous system is linked in so many different ways to everything we do um, and, and just generally how we feel. And 
more often than not, people are feeling anxious, people are feeling overwhelmed, people are feeling stressed. And even most of the time, people who say they're not stressed, I can almost guarantee you are. If we were to check your like actual bodily signals and like your heart rate or blood pressure or your HRV and these actual just black and white data points that are going to tell you whether or not you're stressed, chances are that you are stressed. Like we live in a society that is very fast pace. We're not necessarily designing our lifestyle to be one that's conducive of supporting nervous system regulation. More often than not, our lifestyles are leading to us being dysregulated. Even just general like world news, world events, years of lockdowns that we went through in recent years, all of these things are highly, highly stressful and leading to stored trauma within our systems. And until we actually address and deal with our nervous system, our emotional health and the stored trauma that we may have, we're going to struggle to release that excess weight. It's going to make it harder and also to keep it off. So some of the real reasons that you may be struggling to release that excess weight, I've mentioned a couple already. We've got maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe that's stressing out your body and adding to the stress that's already one of the main issues. Maybe you are carrying emotional weight or emotional baggage And this is oftentimes what I see. So all physical ailments start with something emotional or energetic. You can always trace them back more often than not. I shouldn't say always because that's a generalization. But majority of the time you can trace it back to some sort of energetic or emotional imbalance to begin with. And this is where mind-body medicine comes in. This is where looking at the metaphysical side of different ailments comes in and it's super fascinating stuff and it's highly accurate. It's so interesting. And what can happen is when we have years and years of suppressed emotion or years and years of chronic stress or trauma that hasn't been addressed, that's living in our body and also just want to debunk any kind of like stigma around the word trauma. We often think of really big traumatic events when it comes to trauma, but trauma can be anything. Trauma can just be anything that was stressful or any uncomfortable emotions that are being stored and suppressed within the body. So everyone has trauma unless you've done a lot of trauma work and know how to kind of like deal with it as it comes up now. So pretty much all humans have some level of stored trauma. And of course, most humans these days are stressed and a lot of society aren't taught to healthily release their emotions and process their emotions and therefore our emotions are becoming suppressed and stuck in our bodies. I love the saying we store our issues in our tissues. It's so true. There's whole books written on how the body keeps score. Um, There's so much research and science out there about how so much of this emotion and stress and trauma that we're not releasing, that we're not processing, we're not moving because emotion is energy in motion and it needs to move out of our body or it stays in there and then can cause issues and injuries. And a lot of society aren't taught how to regulate their nervous system and process their emotions. So what's happening is we're storing all of these emotions within our body, and this can literally show up as excess weight. This can be a protective barrier around us because maybe you don't feel safe. Maybe there's external things that have left you not feeling safe. Maybe because you're stressed, you're not feeling safe, you're living in survival. Or maybe sometimes like it's just difficult to live within your own body and you don't feel safe within yourself because of the awful things that we tell ourselves, our inner critics, right? Like that can even be a way that we feel unsafe. We can feel unsafe because of our own inner mental chatter. And we all have that inner critic 
And it's all about learning how to reshape the way that it speaks to us, but also learn to love that part of us too, because it's always just trying to protect us. So feeling unsafe can come from a number of ways, but you've probably heard stories before, particularly if you are aware of the idea that weight can be a protective mechanism. You might've heard stories about women who have been abused or sexually assaulted in the past, holding on to excess weight because it helped help them feel safe because then they wouldn't attract attention from males and it wouldn't happen again. So just starting to see how this can be showing up, not just because of the food, not just because of the movement, but a lot of the time it's coming back to our nervous system regulation, emotional health, and even our beliefs and our identity are going to be really linked in here too. And I talk a lot about mindset and teach a lot on mindset because it's such a big part of what we need to address if we actually want to make lasting change in our life. So that can be one of the reasons that you're struggling to release excess weight. It could be that you're carrying emotional weight, emotional baggage. Maybe something happened in the past that brought up a lot of grief for you or a lot of sadness or a lot of anger, whatever it was, something big or small, it can lead to those same emotions. And maybe you never really fully dealt with that because time doesn't heal all wounds. It just becomes easier to carry that baggage around and we don't notice it as much, but time doesn't heal all wounds. We actually need to go in and look at these things and face them and do the inner work to support ourselves to heal those wounds if we really want to heal them. And you don't have to. This is optional, right? Everything's an invitation. But carrying these emotions, years and years and years of stored emotions, can lead to that physical excess weight. So just starting to look at where maybe that emotional baggage, that emotional weight that you're carrying around is one of the real reasons that you're struggling to release excess weight. So there's two reasons. We've got also things like hormone health. And this is one that I see as a common thing when it comes to struggling to release weight. And one of the main reasons our hormones can be imbalanced, of course, our food's going to impact it. Of course, things like movement and stuff are going to impact it. But Years and years of chronic stress can lead our hormones to be out of whack. It can lead to thyroid issues. It can lead to all sorts of hormonal imbalances. So it could actually be that this chronic stress has led to your hormonal issues. And therefore, until you deal with your nervous system, until you deal with that chronic stress, until you learn how to regulate your nervous system, relax and release all of this stress that you've been carrying around and all of these emotions that have come with that, then you'll have an easier time correcting those hormonal imbalances and releasing that excess weight. And yes, like I mentioned, food's still going to be a piece of the puzzle. Movement's still going to be a piece of the puzzle. Eating enough, sleeping enough, all of that. It's all pieces of the puzzle, right? It's a very holistic picture when it comes to weight release, when it comes to health in general. And you would have heard me talk about this before if you've ever listened to any of my other content, whether it is here on the podcast or on YouTube or through my programs or over on Instagram, you'll know how much of an emphasis I place on holistic health. And the same thing goes with weight release. We can't just be like, all right, I've just got to address the food. There's so many variables that can be leading to the original weight gain and the excess weight being there, but then also allowing us to release that and let go of that for good. So 
Hormonal imbalances caused by chronic stress. Again, it's coming back to that nervous system regulation. You see in the real reason here? It's all to do with nervous system. Even the emotional health side of it is linked with nervous system because our nervous system and emotional health are very interlinked. And more often than not, if we are carrying around lots of like suppressed emotion or if we don't know how to healthily express our emotions, that's causing additional stress within the body. And it's decreasing our overall capacity in life. It's making us have like a shorter fuse. It's leading to, yeah, like this. Let's look at it as like a cup. So if we're constantly pouring in, there's all these emotions that are present and coming up and coming in and life happens. We're always going to have emotions. It's inescapable. It's part of the human experience and it's a beautiful part of the human experience, the highs and the lows, especially once you learn to actually deal with your emotions and make friends with them and not be afraid of them and not suppress them. It is actually so, so liberating. But let's say life is happening, stresses come around, things that make you sad come around, things that make you angry come around, and this glass of water is getting fuller, 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 fuller. And you're never pouring it out because you don't know how, because we haven't been taught. And so your nervous system and your capacity is getting smaller. Your capacity and that glass is getting fuller and fuller, fuller. So your capacity to handle things is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And then eventually this glass is going to overflow and that could look like some sort of eruption, a breakdown. Um, yeah, some sort of emotional breakdown generally or some sort of eruption of emotion because you can't hold it in anymore. You have no capacity. And this happens when we aren't regularly just being like, oh, okay, I am feeling sad and I'm going to allow that to move through me. Oh, yeah, I am actually feeling really pissed off and there's something I need to say here and I'm going to go release this anger in a healthy way. So as we learn these tools and as we actually deal with our emotions as they come up, we're able to allow that glass to stay relatively empty. Yes, there's going to be times where heaps more is thrown at us and it might get a bit fuller, but we then know how to go through and actually tip out that glass and empty it. And what happens is when we're able to tip out the water from this glass, aka the emotions and the stress, we are able to hold more. We have a bigger capacity. We have a longer fuse instead of a short fuse. So if we are learning to deal with our emotions, it's also supporting our nervous system and how much we can hold, right? Because you'll notice when there's a lot of stress present in your life, there's lots of things going on. It just takes small things to really impact you. On other days when you're feeling relaxed and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Life's great, going great. Something might happen that on days when you're highly stressed would piss you off and you'd snap. But on those days you're feeling relaxed and it's like, yeah, that's okay. Something's happened that normally I'd freak out about, but I'm okay with that. I know I can deal with that because you're in a more grounded, regulated space and you've got a, a bigger capacity to handle things and hold things. So our emotional health and our nervous system health are very interlinked and it's very interlinked with our body as well because our body keeps score. Our body is holding on to all of the emotion and stress that we're not processing. So there are some of the main ways we've got your nervous system is essentially fried and the excess cortisol in your system is making it hard for your body to feel safe to release the excess weight. We've got that emotional weight and baggage that you may be carrying around from years of that stress, stored emotions, suppressed emotion or stored trauma. We've got your hormones being imbalanced from years of chronic stress as well. There are some of the contributing reasons. Again, it's all coming back to nervous system. Might be that you're not eating enough food, which is stressing out your body. And that's, again, linked to your nervous system. 
And it could even be one of the other things. So on the other side of not eating enough is eating too much and overeating, which is also highly common. So we've got things like emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, stress eating, all of those kinds of things. Ultimately, they're all a form of emotional eating. And anytime we are eating from a place that isn't true physical hunger, that is emotional eating. Um, So even like things like binge eating and overeating in general, it's generally coming down to an emotion. But either way, it is it's something that will be contributing to struggling to release excess weight, right? Because you're eating too much food for what your body needs. And therefore you do have too much of those calories, too much energy. Your body doesn't need it all. So it might go into storage. So things like emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, stress eating, they can all get in the way of releasing weight. And the only way to move past all of those things is to deal with your nervous system and the emotional health side of things. It is to look at like, okay, well, I'm emotionally eating or I'm overeating and that's coming back to some sort of emotion. Why is this happening? Because I'm not processing my emotions. So learning to process your emotions or learning to regulate your nervous system, or both ideally, because they go hand in hand and they're both incredibly important. So when you can do both of those things, then you won't feel the need to turn to food to self-soothe or to deal with those emotions. You'll be able to have healthy coping mechanisms instead of eating more food than you actually need. And therefore, once you break those unhealthy patterns and cycles of things like emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, then you'll be able to actually eat what your body needs and what your body's asking for and release the excess weight. So really important to address again, that nervous system and emotional health so that you can break free from things like emotional eating and binge eating. Another thing that can actually be stopping you from releasing your excess weight, if you have excess weight that you're trying to release, is that you're attached to your weight loss goal. So you're really attached to having your body look a particular way and you're putting so much pressure on that goal on like, I can't be happy until I look like that, or I won't feel confident until I look like that. When I look like that, then everything will be great. And there's so much pressure on this goal of reaching your goal weight that that is actually adding to the stress in your system. And that's actually making you feel more stressed, which is the reason that you can't release that weight anyway. So just remembering that, yes, you might want a particular goal and yes, it might be something that's supportive for your health and you as a person, but what you actually want underneath that goal is a feeling. So when you can realize it's actually like, oh, okay, I think I want my body to look this particular way, but what I actually want is to be healthy. What I actually want is to live a long, happy, healthy life. So I'm here for my children, my grandkids and my other family. What I actually want is to feel confident in my body. And right now I'm not feeling confident in my body. What I actually want is to be able to wear clothes that I love, but I'm struggling to find things that I like because I'm limited in sizing or whatever it may be. Look at the actual reason under why you think you want the weight loss and then start to cultivate that actual feeling now and take the pressure off that goal. Yes, you can absolutely still have that goal. And I want that for you. I want you to have a body that you absolutely love and adore. But I also want you to know that it doesn't have to look a particular way for that to happen. And there are so many stories of when people have reached particular goals and still not been happy with their body. And actually, when I was in my dieting phase and when I was really unhappy with my body back in my teen years where I was dieting and I was skinny, but I was still so unhappy in my body and I was trying to change it and I'd get the measuring tape out and be measuring my thighs and my waist and be like, damn, I didn't lose a centimeter this week or 
whatever. It was so crazy to think back and be like, I was skinny and I was by definition, I had a good body, but I still was unhappy within my body because it wasn't about my body. So just taking the pressure off that goal, starting to love your body as it is and know that it will end up happening where you do reach those goals when you take the pressure off and when you just start to show up for yourself in a way that is really nourishing your body and focusing on doing the things that are really going to support your body so that it has everything it needs to optimally function so that you're less stressed and it can release the extra weight so that you're moving your body because you love the way it makes you feel. And yes, as a byproduct, it will help you release the weight if depending on the type of work working in or working out that you need. So you can see there's so many variables here, but that even just that goal of like being like so attached to weight loss or so attached to weight release, that can actually be making it hard for you to release that weight. So just taking the pressure off and seeing that so many of the reasons that you may be struggling to release excess weight come back to the fact that you are stressed. <laughs> Your nervous system is dysregulated. Even if you don't feel it, remember it is really, really common that a lot of us, majority of society are highly stressed, especially when we're living busy lives, which is more often than not. So your nervous system is dysregulated and that needs to be addressed. You need to regulate your nervous system. This can be done through holistic ways. It can be done, yes, with food. Yes, the way you choose to move your body, with getting enough sleep, with drinking enough water. But then there's lots of nervous system regulation tools. Then also looking at your emotional health. Because until you look at your emotional health, you won't be able to let go of the emotional weight, the emotional baggage, and you won't be able to break patterns like emotional eating and binge eating. So addressing nervous system regulation and emotional health are the core things that you need to do because chances are you know what to eat and you know how to move and all these kinds of things. You know, you've got to stay hydrated. Usually that's not the issue. Usually the issue is that there's habits or self-sabotage behaviors getting in the way. And the reason that we self-sabotage is, again, because our body's trying to keep us safe. It's feeling unsafe. Maybe we're already dysregulated and it doesn't, the idea of having to change something is just like, well, that's way too much right now. So even self-sabotage, if you're struggling with self-sabotage, it's so important to look at emotional health and to look at nervous system regulation. Because a lot of people are living in functional freeze where we're still functioning as a society and doing the things we need to do. But there are warning signs showing us that we're actually really dysregulated and we are in states of chronic stress. And this is things like procrastination. If you procrastinate, you very well could be in a form of functional freeze. If you're using distraction techniques like emotional eating, like binge scrolling social media or binge watching TV shows or Netflix or whichever streaming service. If you're like, there's so many ways we are in functional freeze. I'm actually not going to go into them all here because that will lead us onto a whole other conversation. And I did in one of the days in new year nourished you on blissful relaxation. I talk a little bit more about functional freeze and nervous system regulation. So I do recommend listening to that if you're curious more there, but Ultimately, from this episode, what I want you to take away is that the real reasons you're struggling to release weight may not be because you're eating too many calories, quote unquote, or not working out enough, quote unquote. It's more than likely because your nervous system is dysregulated and because your emotional health isn't being addressed. And 
we really need to regulate our nervous system and learn to feel our feelings and process our emotions. And this is something that I teach in my program, Mind, Body, Food, Freedom. So if you want to dive deeper and learn more about those things and actually be able to regulate your nervous system, have those tools to process your emotions as well, I highly recommend joining me inside the next round of Mind, Body, Food, Freedom. Or I do this with my one-on-one clients as well. And it's even speckled in in my programs like The Real Food Way, which is the program around teaching you to simplify nutrition, ditch the diets and build healthy eating habits. A lot of these underlying themes are imbued in that program because even though we're talking about what to eat and how to create the healthy habits, it's still taking so much pressure off based on all of the pressure and conditioning we've received from diet culture. So this goes through all of my offers and all of my programs, but even just having this awareness already is a beautiful place to start because now you can be aware and be like, oh, I can actually take some of the pressure off myself when it comes to the food and the movement. Yes, still focus on eating real food majority of the time, make sure you're getting enough or if you're emotionally eating or binge eating it, work to get those habits under control and to overcome those so that you have food freedom. Um, But yeah, just factoring that in and would absolutely love to support you further with this. So keen to be running Mind Body Food Freedom and for the transformations that are going to be coming from that. So if you know that this is the year that you do want to release that excess weight and you're ready to actually tackle this from the root cause and not just keep doing the things on the surface, on the physical health layer, like the food and the movement only, and actually be like, all right, there's something more going on here. And I can see that it is actually my nervous system or my emotional health that's getting in the way of weight loss most of the time it is, then please join me inside Mind, Body, Food, Freedom for this transformation where we are overcoming emotional eating, overcoming binge eating, regulating our nervous systems, cultivating an empowered mindset and deep sense of self-love and just living our ultimate best lives, happy and healthiest lives. So thank you for tuning in. I hope this has been a really eye-opening episode and I would love to hear any feedback. So if you gained any aha moments or insight or have any feedback, please do feel free to either email or DM me over on Instagram at Shana Sapi. And I look forward to being back in your ears or your eyes soon.